Welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Good. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to you. Thank you. You were in uh, the Rock City. Is that what they call it? Rock City, <laughs> Cleveland. Oh, believe land. Cleveland. Yes, uh, we are in Cleveland. Um, we have uh, relatives visiting from Florida, and so we took those relatives to visit the other relatives in Cleveland, which is the home of all the relatives. It is. Yes. And I rarely, I've never been to an Ohio or Cleveland family function, <laughs> which is so odd, but uh -huh. you have. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, I bet. Did yeah. you go to the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> no, no. We went to uh, Blue Point. Hmm? Mm. Very nice. Yeah. A lot of, uh, really, it's, it was fun. You yeah, know, Cleveland's danced. cool. It was awesome. Yeah. And then it, you know, during the recession, I mean, the down, it was, it was gutted almost, and now it's back to uh, even better than ever. So it's, it's a very cool city. Yeah, I would recommend a, a trip um, just for a weekend or a day. Would you recommend Cleveland like you would Indianapolis over a city like Chicago? I would. Yeah, because it's, it's more walkable, and I think um, they've got a lot of attractions. Oh, it's, yeah, it's nice. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and a lot of neat architecture. It was, it was one of the older cities that didn't burn down. So there's a lot of old buildings mm -hmm. still in existence. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, our relatives are watching today. Oh, they are. Yeah. Well, we should say hello to my great aunt Carolyn, Dennis, and Patricia. My, they're my second cousins, right? Or third cousin. No, I think they're my second. They're my second cousins. Yeah. Uh, so I, I stopped by Grand River last night yes. to get a photo and then left, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Patricia, Andy. And Carolyn and Dennis. My Aunt Carolyn is, I mean, she's just been the same since I can remember her. I mean, just so nice, so kind. And um, I've always enjoyed her visits from Florida. Every well, single time she comes. Yes. I'm her favorite. I'm her favorite grand, uh, <laughs> what, what am I? Great nephew? Something like that. Great, great nephew. I'm yes. her favorite great nephew, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, welcome, and they've had a wonderful time in Jackson. Absolutely, they were blown away. I mean, they've came, you know, they're familiar with Jackson. They've been coming here for 30 years, and uh, yeah, it's it's cool to see people's reaction when they come into uh, our town and don't recognize it. And uh, my mom took uh, Patricia out like shopping. They went to 10 stores mm -hmm. downtown. You wouldn't be able to do that in past visits. So um, it was awesome showing off the, the town. 66 degrees in Jackson. We could get some uh, strong storms again later today. Uh, temperature will not be any warmer than it is right now. In fact, our high is 64. It's 66 now. Okay, go for it. Uh, let's take a quick look at the uh, COVID cases. School okay. outbreaks continue to plague oh, yeah. Jackson County as well as the rest of the state. For sure. Uh, we had 184 new cases reported yesterday since Friday's report, 184. Our positivity rate is at 10.5%. Uh, the governor says we should have a positivity rate of less than 3% to uh, tamp down community spread. 
And our vaccination rate, we're at 55.5% fully vaccinated, 59.2% uh, one dose. So we're inching closer to 60%, but we still uh, lag the rest of the state. Yeah, we're just inching. And that, I think that's, that's how we're going to get there. Inch. We are just going to inch through the uh, finish line, if there is one on this, because um, that's, the only, that's the only way I see getting out of it. Is the vaccine and people taking it, and uh, that's just from what I can see. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Our uh, number of uh, hospitalized patients with COVID at Henry Ford right now in Jackson, 32. Yeah, and so. and some people are, you know, around the state seeing seeing some of the uh, employment issues at some of these uh, hospitals where they're being have having to transfer to other hospitals around the state. Mm -hmm. You know, we have low nurse nurses and that's, you know, at every every hospital. So um, again, yeah. it's serious. In some parts of the state, uh, the shortage of ambulances to transfer patients from hospital. Hospital is, uh, Northern Michigan is acute and we've got um, increase in hospitalizations, uh, biggest increase since April. So, uh, Speaking of unemployed. Oh my gosh, John Gruden, right before I uh, fell asleep last night, the uh, AP uh, note came up and he has resigned. Uh, doesn't want to be a distraction. Um, the New York Times uncovered some emails with some. 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 Hundreds. Well, I don't know if they were all his. Um, the New York Times was investigating the misconduct in the Washington football team. And uh, while John Gruden was working at ESPN, he had sent quite a few emails um, with some racially insensitive tones, some sexist remarks about some female officials while he was employed um, at ESPN um, during that time. And Brandon and I were talking about that a little bit this morning. You know, you, you gotta you gotta know better. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it's you know, he's a great entertainer, a great guy. Um, sounds like he made some made some mistakes uh, and he's paying for it. Well, you know, no tears relief for the guy. He had a 10 year, $100 million contract to come back and coach the Raiders. I wonder if Frank Caliendo will still do John <laughs> Gruden as part of his uh, comedy bet. He's got new material. He does have new material for sure. The Raiders knew about all of these emails before Sunday's game yeah. and didn't react, uh, didn't do anything about it. And he, can, he was coaching and then, he really didn't uh, own up to it until the New York Times called him out on it. But yeah, it's, it's a pattern, a long, t long, long, long pattern of uh, idiocy. Yeah. So, and it's uh, yeah, another uh, another mark on the uh, NFL. But talking about uh, sports, I've been watching this documentary on Netflix called Bad Sports and Bad Sports, Bad Sports, and it's a series of documentaries that uh, kind of talks about some of the scandals cheating and kind of behind the scenes in sports. One's that 2002 Canadian pairs versus Russian pairs uh, figure skating. Uh, unbelievable, the backstory with that. But what's nice about this documentary is you're hearing from the actual participants. You're not just hearing from people who covered it in the news. Mm -hmm. The Arizona State gambling basketball uh, scenario, I think you remember that. Yeah. You, you hear right from the players and how that happened. The one I watched last night, um, the world of show horses, and I'm glad you never got me into that. I thought yesterday you said you were going to get a horse. No, I said Jennifer should get a horse because oh. her daughter is into sh horses, horses, show horses. Mm -hmm. But there, there was a guy that these rich 
owners used to pay to kill the horses for insurance oh, no. money. And most of these horses are insured for between $100,000, $300,000. So these criminals found out these ways to mimic a heart attack within the horse by electrocuting it and then claiming the insurance money. So this, this guy had done this for all of these uh, rich, wealthy horse trainers really? and uh, turned them all into the feds. The rich do crazy things. The rich do crazy things. I suggest watching. It's very interesting. Uh, John Gruden's uh, run ended uh, last night, and so did uh, Matt Andiamo. Do you know who he is? I think he's the uh, Jeopardy guy you've been talking about. Uh, Matt Amodio. How do you say it? M -E -R. Matt Amodium. Amodium. Uh, he lost. He, was, uh, he had the second longest winning streak in Jeopardy history, right behind Ken Jennings. Uh, Matt uh, nabbed $1.5 million, third highest total in regular season play, but uh, he finished last really? in the final Jeopardy. He was not doing well. He was stumbling uh, throughout. Oh, no. Didn't uh, luck out on uh, picking the Daily Devils. And this was the final Jeopardy clue. Nations of the world. Andy, <laughs> Nazi Germany annexed this nation and divided it into regions of the Alps and the Danube. The Allies later divided it into four sectors. Good luck. Switzerland. I'm sorry. Oh. What is Switzerland? <laughs> <laughs> Austria. What is Austria? Oh, okay. That was yeah. going to be my second guess. I'm yeah. terrible that at was Jeopardy, good. as you know. Uh, Matt said, what is Poland? Really? Which was, well, I thought, answer a, was a dumb guess. answer. But yes, the other two contestants got it right. So um, moving on to uh, maybe start a new streak. Then, yeah, I'm yeah. not good at Jeopardy unless... Uh, what category comes up, Brandon? Sports. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the sports. Let's get to our Extreme Dodge scoreboard. Brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge. It's a pretty light scoreboard as we're getting into kind of playoff season. Jackson 5, Northwest 2. This is a uh, concluded game from September 7th that was stopped due to bad weather. Jackson led 1-0 in the game midway through the first half when it was stopped. Brayon Taylor scored for Jackson on a free kick at the 138 mark, giving the Vikings a 2-0 halftime lead. Tanner scored again 30 seconds into the second half to give the Vikes a 3-0 lead. The Mounties battled back to cut it to 3-2, but Dylan Marshall say 30 seconds after the Mounties' last goal made it 5-2. And then the other score we have is Ionia, 6, Jackson Christian, 0. And that's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard. Pretty light today. Mm -hmm. Thanks to our friends at Extreme Dodge, Chrysler Jeep Ram, Brian Robinson, Bill Van Dam, and everybody. Appreciate uh, you guys helping us bring the scoreboard each day to our viewers. Also check out uh, photos from the Jackson Northwest Soccer Game online by Jeff Steers and JTV Sports at JTV.TV. This is uh, the first year I've missed this event. You were there, the men who cook. I thought we'd oh, yeah. uh, take a look at some of these. I'm so mad I didn't get to go to I to was mad event. you weren't there too. I know you were. I, I eat so much at this. I'm so upset. It was a blast. Yeah, so you were the MC, right? Right. And uh, the proceeds uh, help provide free confidential crisis services and unforeseen expenses that arise each year. The Aware Shelters, Men Who Cook, and this was the 10th annual mm -hmm. and uh, a great event. There's Anhelita Gunn, Executive Director of Aware. Here's a question. We always talk about these events and how's the food going to be. Is the there winner. a better one? 
No, there's not anybody. No. The, David Gerding, the winner, best tasting. Did he win? Yes. Nice. First time. And they had 10 chefs, and the food, uh, really, everyone's food was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Freddie had the dancing. butter going? Did he do the butter? No. What did he make? He did uh, a vegan, vegan? Vegan. I didn't say it, vegan. I said it wrong. A vegan uh, macaroni and cheese, and it was great. Really? With his son, Taylor. Okay, I, I, would, I would probably try the yeah. vegan macaroni and cheese. Mm hmm what about the peanut butter and jelly things? Were those there? Yes. Um, Mega XP did the peanut butter and jelly and Nana, peanut butter, Nana, and bacon sandwiches. Mm. And they had an Elvis impersonator there as well. And they won for best booth. Very nice. Was Jerry Jarzinka there? No. No, he missed it for the first time this year. But the um, Adam Soper uh, won most tips with over really? 550. Yes. Wow. And there he is. And Jen Soper uh, won the Michael Kors purse. Really? Valued at $500. Uh, really? There yes. was a Michael Kors? Mm-hmm. So it was a hmm, fun time. I didn't know that there was a Michael Kors purse you could get for $500. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's one you can get under $500. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to all who participated and uh, all who attended. It was a fun time. I was wondering, uh, while I was in Cleveland, I was watching the Michigan State game in the afternoon, the Michigan game in the evening. I wondered if you were watching the game. I was. I asked uh, your brother Joe if he watched it. He said he couldn't watch it. He came over to watch the first quarter with his son Jim, and then they left and went to uh -huh. bed. Uh, yeah, I watched it. It was hard to watch, but, uh, you a know. Win's, a win's a win, A right? win's a win, and uh, the water cooler talk upstairs is fun. You know, you got <laughs> Michigan State undefeated and Michigan undefeated. Hasn't happened like this in a long time, so we're just gonna we're just gonna pretend we're Michigan's a great team, Michigan State's a great team, and uh, hopefully they meet in two weeks undefeated. October thirtieth, if uh, and it's possible both teams will go into undefeated. If uh, Michigan State doesn't screw up against Indiana, both teams have a bye week between now and then, mm -hmm. so each have a game, and yeah, so it'll be interesting. It, it should be ex it should be exciting. Should be exciting. The uh, Harold White uh, breakfast is tomorrow. Uh, we had John Willis talking uh, with us yesterday. Guest speaker is Ken Toll, and that's 7.30 tomorrow at the Cascades Manor House. And uh, this award is the Harold White Diversity, Inclusion, and Volunteer Awards. Jackson's premier awards breakfast for community diversity and volunteerism. They weren't able to do this last year. Correct. So. Correct. We talked to, I talked about this too. There's a hiring event at Henry Ford. There is. Yes, today. there is today. So uh, folks looking for, uh, looking for those jobs, Henry Ford has a hiring event today, and it is from 1 to 4 at Commonwealth Commerce Center. Full part-time contingent opportunities for registered nurses, certified nurse assistants, medical assistants, security officers, administrative support staff, and more. Apply today, henryfordcareers.com. Com. That's a great job. Also, our job of the day, Michigan Department of Corrections is hiring in all areas, corrections officers starting at 1856 an hour, RNs, mental health professionals, food service, signing bonuses, immediate openings right here in Jackson. Uh, find out about all the great opportunities to get dedicated and reach success at MDOC. And you can visit our uh, job board for more information at jtv.tv. I can't think of a better warden in the country to work for than Noah Nagy. He's great. He's great. Yeah. 
Uh, who's on the show today? Today we have a great show. We have Zoe Lyons from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and Neil Fernandez from Rise Above. Zoe's next. The PICK Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. MinutemanSewer.com. Now is the time to celebrate making it through the twists and turns of this school year. At different points throughout this past year, you may have found yourself feeling like you were flourishing or failing, depending on the day. We are proud of you all for continuing to get your feet under you in a world that went upside down. Time marches on, and so do we, Western families. Thank you for your tenacity in tough times. Here we go, into brighter days ahead. Now is the time to be a Western Panther. Welcome to the Blessed Nest, located in between JTV and Tilted Arcade, two doors down from the Dirty Bird. We are a proud retailer of Brighton jewelry, women's clothing, shoes, and boots. We have a great selection of unique gifts for the whole family, home decor, wall art, and furniture. We also have a baby section and men's gift section. We appreciate our customers shopping local because you not only help our business and employees, but also the community that we donate to and sponsor all through the year. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Calhoun counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV, presented by the Pick Center. Our first guest today is from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, Jackson Director Zoe Lyons. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning. It's good to see you. Thank you. Good to be here. When uh, I was reading uh, your email, it reminded me we're getting close to the holidays already. I know. Oh my gosh. How do you... It's almost November and it's still 80 degrees. I know. It's hard so to... Uh, you know, we've been looking at Halloween costumes too. 73 days to Christmas. Sorry. That's usually my bit. That's, <laughs> That's okay. So, what do how do we how do we celebrate uh, foster children during these holidays? Well, you know, it really starts with the beginning of the school year, yeah. and we um, have a great backpack program. So we have um, lots of groups that donate backpacks, and we make sure that all of our children in foster care um, have supplies and backpacks and things like that. And then when we have extra, we um, give them out to the other families that we're working with in Children's Protective Services or Prevention. Um, and then we move into Halloween and uh, we do a trunk or treat. So we used to do a thing in our office where just yeah. we celebrated the office and people walked through 
and even before COVID, trunk or treats kind of became the thing. Um, and so we asked uh, our staff and whoever else wants to decorate their cars and um, put them in the parking lot. And this year we're, um, we're partnering with um, some of our private agencies and one of the churches downtown, I think it, I'm gonna have to look here, the First Presbyterian is the parking lot we're using. Nice. And um, we're gonna do trunk or treat. Um, I got a new car. I got a little yellow Volkswagen Beetle. You must have always wanted one of those. I did always want one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's a 2012. I looked at all these amazing new cars and ended up with this little Volkswagen Beetle. So. I gotta ask, how'd you even find it? I uh, mean, friends I, of ours had yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. They were like, do any of your kids want a Volkswagen Beetle? We're gonna sell it. And I'm like, mm, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'll be a fun one to uh, dress up and I know. candy out of. I'm excited to decorate it. There's no trunk in a Volkswagen Beetle. In, it's in the front, It's in right? the front. It, not in the new ones, though. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's kind of a regular car with uh, engine in the front, trunk in the uh, back. Big trunk, though, too. Yeah. Do you live in a trunk trick-or-treat neighborhood? <laughs> I don't. I uh, don't. We live on South Jackson Road, uh, so um, we have 340 farms be behind us, but we don't get trick-or-treaters. So we come into town and hang out with mm -hmm. our friends and give out, give out candy there. It's hard to tell what's a trick-or-treating neighborhood anymore. I live in a trick-or-treating neighborhood. No one trick-or-treats <laughs> in my neighborhood. Really? So. Yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, huh. well, it's rained the last five years, so oh, that's part yeah. of it. So. But the trunk-or-treats are popular. And right. So right. Who, who donates all the candy? Who's donating all these backpacks? Who is helping so, you out? So um, we've had a couple. So for the backpacks, we have the Exchange Club of Jackson. So Judge Laflamme, who is one of our um, family court judges, is part of our Exchange Club. And they've just been amazing. Um, they, they last year donated um, bags for kids who are coming into foster care that have like toothbrush and toothpaste and pajamas and a blanket. And then this year, um, they did the backpacks. We also um, had uh, Cascades Baptist Church has been uh, always very supportive of us. And then uh, First United Methodist Church helped us with backpacks as well. Um, candy, we kind of do ourselves, yeah. but we all, you know, you never can't have too much candy on Halloween. So um, mm -hmm. anybody who wants to donate candy, they can just bring it down to our office and drop it off at the front desk and, and we'll pass it out to the, to the kids. And if someone wants to decorate a car, they're welcome to, to join us. Can't have too many fun. cars. Halloween is back this year. Uh, Corsite Research Survey says uh, half, half the Americans will be handing out um, candy uh, for trick-or-treaters this year. And 35% will be wearing a costume. Really? Wow. Yeah. How do they know that? They survey people. How many? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to spend $10 billion um, Americans are going to spend $10 billion on Halloween this that, year. That's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you get in a costume? Do you dress up? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think this year you have to. Sometimes I just put a witch hat on and, you know, play myself. But <laughs> Are you? I think so. Do you know what you're going to be? No. no? I was going to be something, but I found out that there's like a secret underground cult of these people, so I can't be that anymore, and I'm not uh -huh. going to say what it was. There you go. Yeah. There so, you go. anyhow. Yeah. Which is number one. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about hiring? Are you guys... Uh, you guys hiring? We are, we are. And you know what, we're really interested in having people from our local community. Mm -hmm. um, we do have lots of folks who apply from all over the state because it's a state job. 
Um, but we're hiring in children's services, so children's protective services and foster care. And um, to do those jobs, you need a bachelor's degree in uh, you know, psychology, social work, criminal justice, some of those fields. Uh, adult services that does adult protective services and home health, they also have an opening uh, here in Jackson. And then um, what we call assistance payments, those are our caseworkers who have uh, uh, food assistance and Medicaid caseloads. We have uh, several openings for people at, at that level as well. So we're hiring like everyone else, you know, mm -hmm. but we're also, we're also trying to um, kind of diversify our office. You know, we're, um, frankly, we're very white in our office mm -hmm. and, um, and we work with a very diverse population. And so um, we'd like for, you know, people who come into our office to see people who look like them mm -hmm. and, uh, and feel welcomed in that way. So, um, so yeah, we're, out recruiting, trying to hire, again, just like lots of other people. Are there uh, volunteer opportunities with the department? Always, <laughs> always. <laughs> so of course we need uh, foster parents, which is not volunteer. You right. get paid to be a foster parent, um, but it is a very difficult home study to be done. Um, but you can do other things to support foster parents. So, but we need volunteer drivers. Uh, they can drive our state cars. You don't have to have your own car. Mm -hmm. um, and to take people to uh, appointments out of uh, the county. So elderly and uh, people who don't have transportation, but they need to go to U of M for a medical test, don't mm -hmm. always have transportation. So we can provide that with volunteers. How does, how does the volunteering work? Do you have to commit to a set schedule? Talk a little bit about that. I talk nope. to people that, are, that want to volunteer in their community maybe an hour a week. Mm -hmm. Yep, that would be fine. Frankly, we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they just have to fill out paperwork and have some checks done. If you're going to drive, we, you know, we'll check driving records mm -hmm. and um, criminal history checks and things like that. And um, yeah, other than that, we, we, we really take what they will give us. So if they want to drive an hour and we can get somebody to Hillsdale and back or something, you know, we'll take cool. it. Are kids uh, that are in foster homes, do they, are there opportunities where they can um, get visitation time with their uh, birth parents? Yeah, so we, um, you know, some, we hope that when, when kids are placed in foster care, they're placed close so that visitation is, is easy, but that's not always the case. Sometimes their relatives that we place them with live far away, so we either have to take the parent to the child or the child to the parents, and so we need volunteer drivers for that as well. So there's another opportunity, an hour a week, two hours, yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of great uh, volunteer opportunities and if they want, they should, should they come into the office downtown? They or? can come into the office and, and uh, ask for Angie um, or uh, send emails. I can give you the email address um, or phone number to call. They can just call, so yeah. That's great. Zoe Lyons is with us from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, the Jackson office. More with Zoe after these words. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. 
Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. You want what's best for your child's future. A good education, exposure to a wide array of employment fields, and the right path towards a future career. You want the Jackson Area Career Center. With more than 20 hands-on learning programs, high school students can attain a high-wage job upon graduation, industry certifications, or earn college credits before ever stepping foot on campus. Go online to find out how to enroll. The Jackson Area Career Center. Careers happen here. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors and I'm here to answer your questions. Come join us in downtown Jackson for K105.3's Fall Fest and Chili Classic. Presented by Trips Collision Centers, Saturday, October 16th, an all-day community event. There will be a petting zoo, pony rides, a cornhole tournament, chili from 12 to 3 with over 50 chilies. Arts, crafts, a beer tent, live performances by Kevin Nichols and Jason Cross, fireworks at dusk, October 16th, downtown Jackson. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. We're with Zoe Lyons from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. And as we were talking about the holidays, uh, there, we know there's a lot of people who like to help out around the holidays. JTV loves the holidays. Is there any way we can help you guys sure. out? Sure, we have an angel tree program. Uh, lots of folks have angel tree programs. Uh, ours is for our people who are on assistance. Okay. So we already know that they're, they're struggling in some way because um, they're on food assistance and so we send letters out to them and if they would like they can send their um, child's name in with some wish list items and then we um, pass those out to businesses and individuals in the community who um, buy gifts and wrap them up and and then bring them to our office it's a it's an our office looks amazing when all the gifts are there just before we start and handing you them take out. care of all the delivery we do people come and pick them up Perfect. and then whoever has issues we we deliver them cool. out but last year we did i think close to um 12 1200 people 1200 kids wow we had gifts for wow so um yeah it's amazing think about this that. year there's going to be a shortage of toys i was going to ask when we were talking about supplies i I know that they're going back to you know one roll of toilet paper <laughs> at some of these stores. Yeah. Um, so probably more so than ever this year. I mean, with the shortage of things, you yeah. Know, try and help out where you can. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Shop, they say shop early. I would really do that this year. Yeah. And yeah. it's the supply chain. There's mm -hmm. toys. They're on shipping containers, <laughs> on boats, in the Pacific. Yeah, that's what my son said the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Tours. we'll do it. JTV's in. Awesome. Awesome. We're, we will get you connected with Angie. She's awesome. our she's our community resource coordinator and uh, yeah, she'll, she'll awesome. hook you up. Now, um, the extra state unemployment benefit has ended for folks. So mm -hmm. we are we are hearing uh, some people going back to work, some not. You do have programs in place. Um, 
to assist people with uh, child care and shutoffs. Um, you know, child care right. so people can go back to work, really. Yeah, absolutely. We have, um, we have so if someone has a, an energy issue, so water, electricity, gas, they, and they have shutoffs, they should come down to our office, apply for what we call state emergency relief, and we hope that we can help them out. Um, if we can't, we te te can usually find someone to um, connect them with. Um, and then, yeah, the things that are related to, to work, so we can help with childcare. Um, paying, they, people take their, their children into childcare, but we can help pay for it. And then um, we also can help with um, like car repairs and even buying new cars for people if they need a car to get to and from work. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, lots of folks don't know that. Yeah, if that you don't know, ask. Mm -hmm. Right, ask. Yeah, it's amazing. So I, I think there's probably a lot of people have no idea that you can yeah. provide that yeah. level of assistance to get someone back into the We can the buy job. uniforms, work boots, all those kinds of things that folks might need wow. to, to wow. stay employed. That's amazing. So, yeah. And we are seeing food assistance continue and each month the state uh, puts out a number and it changes each month. Right, so right. It sounds like it's maybe hard to budget for someone that's on assistance, but mm -hmm. it looks also like there's increasing uh, benefits as we've been through this pandemic. Yeah, I think food insecurity has been a big thing, right? Grocery stores limiting and mm -hmm. all of that kind of thing. And so, um, so we've really done everything that we can to get as much food benefit to people as, as they hopefully need. And then there's all kinds of lo you know, local food banks and food box distributions that happen as well, so. Do you think uh, you'll see more child cares open in the in town with the some of the uh, government programs and assistance. All, what I hear from people is they a lot of these child cares are, are, are already full. You right. know, so I, that's just one question. They can't find the child cares can't find staff. Can't find staff, but uh, you know you you hear from uh, the federal government that all this child care assistance will be coming in. So I'm kind of wondering kind of where we're yeah, at. Yeah, I think we, we hope that there will be more that open up. I know that um, that some of the child care organizations request grants from mm -hmm. like United Way or the Jackson Community Foundation to do something a little differently, like third uh, third shift child care. Sure. That's, that's been a need for folks as well. So um, so yeah, we hope that the supply and demand will will equalize and, and folks will get what they need and then also be able to work, so. I, I had never even crossed my mind third shift childcare mm -hmm. in, in my life, in, mm -hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. Some companies are creating their own childcare uh, yeah. mm -hmm. sections at the office. We're considering that here. Yeah. Well, we've got the green room. <laughs> you can't hear crying through that. You can't, no. Kalen's brought his newborn and <laughs> set him in there for a little, no, I'm oh, kidding. That's funny. <laughs> we have a lot of kids in the JTV family. We do, yeah, we have a lot of, lot of kids at this point, mm -hmm. so. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, all these um, programs, uh, opportunities to volunteer, jobs continuing during the pandemic, easier to do online? Yeah, yeah. So you can, the, the easy thing is you can apply online. Um, so if you want to apply for assistance, you go to MyBridges, www.mybridges. Mm -hmm. uh, and then if you want to apply for jobs within our office, it's uh, neo.gov, N-E-O.gov, and uh, simple applying online as well. Are so. there people that might be struggling 
that don't think they are eligible for any of this, but would be shocked to find out they are. Yeah, I think so, yeah. for sure, yeah. And, you know, apply for, for everything. You get what you're, you're eligible for. Mm -hmm. And even if it just helps out a little bit, I mean, the, the goal is to, help, to get that little bit of help to, um, you know, get you to the next um, spot, right. so. Doesn't hurt to ask. Sure doesn't. Right, mm -hmm. right. Thanks for all the information, and always great to have you here. Yeah, great Thanks. to be here, thanks. Uh, Zoe Lyons is the Jackson Director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Stay tuned. More of the morning show after this. The PICK Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is small. Change is easy. Updating. Smart. A choice. Change is our company your company. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com slash change. A fun place to take your family and friends is the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. See. Here. Smell. While you're here, pick up a gift to share. You always feel like a kid in a candy store at the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. Hidden Lake Gardens is to me peace and tranquility, historical, nature at its best, a life uh, changing experience consistent nurturing fellowship, educational, an opportunity to learn, the nature's paradise. At Blair's Car Care, honesty and customer satisfaction have always been the most important thing for us. We have been serving loyal customers in Jackson County for almost 100 years. We do auto repair of all sorts, including tires, alignment, brakes, oil changes, and much more. For more information, please call 517-782-8116 or come stop by at 2424 Wildwood Avenue and experience for yourself what makes Blair's so special. Back on the morning show, with us now is the executive director from Rise Above, Neil Fernandez. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing doing wonderful. Awesome. How's the start to the uh, school year for you? School year's been pretty good. I mean, I have to say that you know one of the things that's always surprised me um, every year that we've done this, which is the start of our seventh year now. Wow. It's kind of seven years is kind of flying flown by, but uh, is the school's continued commitment to a the program and b their students. Uh, I think it's it's a it's a testimony 
to to you know our superintendents and their collaboration to ensure that you know students aren't any student isn't left behind and continue to to, to given the opportunity to thrive. So yeah, we're pretty excited for the seventh year. It's yeah. a, really, it, uh, schools. If you didn't have their buy-in, you really you have a hard time existing. We would have a hard time existing for sure. I think the schools' um, willingness to co uh, cooperate and collaborate with us uh, to ensure that students get the full attention that that Rise Above provides them is is an essential part of it. Uh, it would be you know programs like this would help spread the word, but you know having a school Florida student's name onto us is, is definitely yeah. helpful. So. Now you 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 know your goal is is helping students reach their full potential. Sometimes yeah. things happen in school and home life that uh, pulls pulls the child out of academics or yeah. pulls them out of their athletics. And yeah. uh, really, that's that's where you guys come in. Talk a little bit about kind of how you bridge that gap. Yeah. So Rise Above. For those that don't know, Rise Above is a is a an organization that comes alongside schools, students, and parents to ensure that students that get basically expelled, suspended, just misplaced from school sure. for any reason. Uh, you name it, uh, has, have a place to land, a safe uh, place to thrive uh, at the end of the day. Because what happens very often is students get expelled from school long term and they, they get lost. Yeah. You know, they, we talk about the school to prison pipeline. That is the essential element of it. Hey, let's just take you out of the one common denominator that links all students together, education, and just put you out into the wide world. Right, good luck, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it really is just a tragedy. So Rise Above is there to kind of catch them, give them a soft landing and then uh, try and help them get their feet going again and, and academically and, and ideally socially. We don't want the event to reoccur. So we, we, we focus heavily on you know, th this kind of social reform that needs to take place. Yeah, you're um, bringing in, you know, in, in, in these educational uh, classes, mm -hmm. business yeah. folks. You're, you're really teaching them kind of about community and yeah. more than just the education <laughs> piece. We do a thing called grub and conversation. Um, Sierra Flint, one of our teachers, came up with this amazing idea a couple of years ago where we bring in people from segments of society. So we bring in uh, educators, uh, faith leaders, business owners, you name it, these mm -hmm. very common groups bring them together and we literally have, have lunch with them and let our students interact with them and we show them, you know, everybody has a past. Mm -hmm. You know, they, we, we speak openly and candidly about, you know, wh what you did as a kid. You know, maybe you want to talk about it, maybe you don't, but you, <laughs> you can say that I wasn't perfect either. You, know, you should I, go and you should go do the lunch. <laughs> I should do the lunch. Yeah, you yeah. should too. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, because we all have a story, right? And right. That's, what, that's what students need to understand is that their story isn't the end. You know, they don't stand alone and very often students come into our program thinking that they have done the end all, oh my life is over. I think when they hear other people's stories and how they've overcome it, it really does help a lot. So yeah, those grubbing conversations, if anyone wants to be involved, they can by all means reach out to us. We'd love to have them in for these. Uh, How's the uh, pandemic impacting Rise Above this year? Wow, so it's been kind of interesting. We, at first we thought it was gonna cause a, a lull in student counts. And then very early on the, in, in the pandemic, we realized this is actually gonna have the complete opposite effect. It's, it is caused a ballooning. There is a need now more than ever for our services and, and, and what we do with students. Students really are, are lost, no fault of their own. They're completely lost in limbo academically and students that typically would thrive in a, a traditional academic setting for whatever reason or another have, have fallen apart tremendously <laughs> uh, when it comes to online schooling. I'm, a, I'm one of those learners that I do not do well with online learning. I need to have a teacher in front of me. I need to have some form of feedback uh, in real time. And, and, and we find a lot of students right now are really struggling with online. And so they've fallen behind and then schools are now referring those students for kind of this catch up. 
with us uh, because yeah. it's it's demoralizing to students. It, and it's it's e it's easy to fall behind if you miss some time. I we just missed uh, six days of school <laughs> for a vacation, yeah. and uh, had my wife and I not dedicated serious hours yeah. when we got home, our daughter would have been behind significantly. Yeah. I can't imagine the level of you know if you're if you're tasked mm -hmm. with all the online learning on your own. Yeah. It's it's. We're well, talking about weeks and months, right? Not six days. Right. Like it's it is potentially catastrophic mm -hmm. to. Just students now. You figure, I focus tend to focus on freshmen and seniors. A freshman just coming into high school, it's already difficult enough, let alone to come in and already drop five, six credits, yeah. your first year, and then you you got to plan to graduate on time or be a senior, and you've you've already had some hiccups along the way, and you've got no credits to spare, and you're in your senior year. How then do you come alongside your student at that point and say, look, you've got three months left of school? To graduation, if you don't pick up these three credits you dropped this year in the first semester, like it is, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, I think th as a community, we need to understand the potential loss um, of graduation rates. You name it, uh, the catastrophic effects that it's going to have on a whole generation of students. We have to take care of our own in the community. Oh my goodness, mm -hmm. it is. It is beyond. I don't think we've truly understood yet the impact that this is going to have on our mm -hmm. academics for for students. So. Yeah. And I think there's, there's um, opportunities for someone to just drop out uh, after their junior year or during their senior year and then go get a, a pretty decent job. There's lots of job openings right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't, wouldn't be difficult, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, we, we highly encourage graduation. We want to see students finish, cross that line. Mom waits 18 years for that one picture, <laughs> you know. Um, we we want to give mom that, that finish line as much as we want to give the student the finish line. Um, so, and then, then yes, let's go see if college university is your thing or hey, um, one of the shops in town needs, needs yeah. help badly. Yeah, right now, so. know that's the case. So seven <coughs> years, I know you have a lot of great success stories um, for you and, and your family. Just talk about how fulfilling uh, the seven years really to this point has been for y you. You know, it's funny you ask that question because just this past weekend, uh, I we go to church here in town and, and we just happened to look over my shoulder and I saw one of my former students sitting in church behind me and it almost brought it made me emotional i'm gonna do my best not now to get emotional but the reality is i saw him and i saw his mom sitting there and i was just like yeah that's you know it's almost that thing i, I preached one time on this this uh, this theme of that's my boy you know uh, how how spiritually we're looked at by our heavenly father and i saw this young man back there that's my boy he finished he crossed the line he's successful he's working the family business now he's got his high school diploma he's doing phenomenal things he still struggles with some things, but at the end of the day, he knows the direction that he's got ahead of him, and it, it is just a, a marvelous thing. We've, we've got the honor and the pleasure to have seven years of history now and, and some phenomenal finishers yeah. mm -hmm. um, and those who are still struggling to run the race and that you just continue this journey. And it's, you know, I, I'm thankful for our staff who do, do day in, day out, tirelessly do a phenomenal job. So, yeah, it's, been a, your, it's been a great journey. One of your teachers, Sierra Flint, she, she was a recipient of the 30 yes. and under uh, awards here I, at Jackson. I talk about our phenomenal staff, and I tell you, Sierra this year was blessed with uh, uh, this gift of, uh, of, you know, corporately, this community award to say, hey, we, we recognize the hard work that you put out, and, and I'm thankful for, for everything that she's done for our organization. The kids absolutely love her. She's a blast. I've not met a funner uh, academic type person in my life. She is a riot. 
Um, yeah, she's in a lot of these pictures, but yeah, at, cool. at the end of the day, um, she is, yeah, she's a good, she's a good person and she absolutely, that's her there in the bottom right, um, given the peace sign. But yeah, she's a phenomenal uh, teacher and absolutely loves on our students. So yeah, we're proud of her. Yeah, you brought on a few other shots. Yeah, there's, there's us volunteering um, at the resale depot in town. We take the mm -hmm. kids. So one of the things, Rise Above takes a lot from the community. Uh, we, we're a nonprofit, so people donate to us. We think it's appropriate that our students and our staff give back. We serve back into the community. So we find other organizations that we can go to. Uh, Vista Grand Villa is another one that we go to, and we have this community uh, garden project that we're doing with them right now. And uh, we have a lot of fun at Rise Above, as is evidenced <laughs> by some of these pictures. But, <laughs> Um, at the end of the day, the goal is to create not just a student, um, but a citizen. Somebody who knows the blessing of receiving, but also the blessing of giving uh, back to, to Jackson County. And uh, it's, it's great to get math credits, but it's also good to understand uh, the value of being in partnership with your community. And uh, that's why I love JTV so much, because you guys truly are a community organization. You, you, you give constantly, and it is... This was uh, something uh, uh, a parent sent to us. That's cool. And where the student, you know, sometimes you question whether they, whether they enjoy their time, you know, because sometimes they're, it's early in the morning and they're kind of grumpy. But at the end of the day, students say stuff behind our backs all the time that I wish I'd heard it more. Yeah. Um, but every once in a while it sneaks through the crack and a parent says, hey, guess what they says? Or, hey, just so you know, um, she's your fa you're her favorite <laughs> or, you know, something like yeah. that, you know, and you're like, yeah, we're making it. We're doing the thing, you yeah. know? And um, it's good to hear. I mean, you know, when you and I were, were, were in school, we didn't go around telling our teachers how, how much we liked them. And no, <laughs> it was a rare thing. It was like, get me out of here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this, was, this is our newest program, academic um, uh, recovery class. We found very early on with the whole uh, pandemic that we needed to do something different. Uh, so we set up a class specifically for those students that were struggling with online classes. It wasn't a disciplinary thing. It was just something where, you know, your daughter is, is falling behind a class or two. I'm not saying she is, but if she was, mm -hmm. she could come into our program a, a set number of days a week. But we'd, we'd set that up with her and just get a half a day, a full day, whatever she needed of extra support, uh, especially for those students that are in a modified or some sort of hybrid class mm -hmm. where they're not in school full time, where they're only doing this split back and forth. Thing. So this is some of the upgrades that we did this year. We spent about $150,000 to $200,000 this past year on, the, on our building to do some upgrades. Um, we put a new classroom in. That's this room here. And we put in a new what we call a family room at the back. So we, we combined our lunch and our game room together so that we could sit as a family and enjoy all of our time uh, together. Another program we launched this year was our welding program. That's what you're nice. seeing here. This yeah. is a CNC plasma table that we got from Langmuir Systems. It is a... Um, kind of a mid-range CNC plasma cutter, but it'll allow us to do some pretty neat things. So one of the things I heard loud and clear as we have these tremendous amount of job openings in our community right now is that um, organizations are uh, struggling to find skilled people that can do welding, any sort of electrical work, that sort of stuff. And so I have a bit of experience with welding. I, I own a Jeep. I've, I've, my father was a, a welder by trade early on in my life, mm -hmm. and I've always had this kind of acumen to this stuff. I thought, I can do that. You know, I love that, to do that sort of stuff. So we talked to a few um, supporters in town, you know, Arrow Steel being one of them. Uh, they're the, the primary funder of all of our, our metal for that program. And what we did is we, we built a welding program where we'll teach kids how to MIG, TIG, um, stick weld, and um, 
spot weld, as well as to learn the CNC plasma cutter. And we have businesses already lining up to say, you get a kid to even run that CNC machine, yeah. I will hire him on the spot at oh 20 yeah. bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, it is incredible to me how many businesses are struggling to find qualified mm -hmm. people that just have a, 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 even a cursory understanding of, of what to do with, with this type of equipment. So we're going to do our best to, to get as many kids through and, and to, to give them a good understanding of, of the benefit of, of this type of uh, skill. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's good stuff. Do you have capacity limits? Oh, do we have capacity <laughs> limits? So there's a reason why we put another classroom in. Uh, we, we knew that there was going to be a capacity issue in the coming years. Uh, we have to understand that there is a whole group of middle schoolers now coming through that are academically struggling. We have a whole set of high schoolers right now that are academically struggling, and we know that there is going to be help needed. And uh, the community needs to know that Rise Above is ready. Uh, our staff are, are primed and want to do this work. Um, we thank our donors and, and eagerly seek out new donors that, that want to support this work. It, it does uh, pay dividends to our students, and it does pay dividends to our community, literally saving hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Um, in community costs to these kids getting through this program. So, yeah. Awesome. Neil, thanks for uh, sharing an update and thanks for all you're doing in the community. Yeah. Thank you guys again. Yeah. I, I love coming on the show and you guys always do a phenomenal job with this, um, this for this community and for, for those uh, who serve it. So thank you. We appreciate it, certainly. Thank you. Neil Fernandez, Executive Director from Rise Above. We'll be right back after this quick break. When you need metal, and you need it now, Alro Metals Outlet is here for you. When your back is against the wall, our vast inventory of aluminum, steel, plastics, and more will help you get the job done. Whether you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, our retail stores are your one-stop shop for metals. You select it, we cut to length, and shear to size, right here, right now. Because when you need metal, Alro Metals Outlet has your back. We've had a lot of COVID patients in the back of our trucks. COVID doesn't care who you are, where you live, or if you're healthy. We have a pretty big feeling that even though the numbers are down right now, we're going to see a pretty big surge by the end of summer, beginning of fall. We don't want to have to see people in our truck because of something that's preventable. So it's your decision to get vaccinated, and I think that you should do it if you're able to. It's safe, and it's time. treat forget the trick and just treat yourself this fall now through october 31st when you open a qualifying auto loan or personal loan or refinance from another financial institution you'll have the chance to win up to 500 on a scratch-off ticket from american one credit union and every scratch-off ticket is a winner for more information or to apply for an american one loan visit americanonecu.org federally insured by the ncua I noticed that um, APHW was a Christian company, and I was excited about that. I like working at America's Preferred Home Warranty because of the atmosphere. It's like a second family to me. 
when you walk in through the door, it's an overall great environment to come into every single day. I don't know of an employee that I have worked for that I uh, believe more in. Welcome back to The Morning Show, presented by the Pick Center. Andy, I know you uh, skip breakfast from time to time, but you might want to reconsider now that Kellogg's has come out with a new product, uh, yet to be introduced, maybe December. Uh, you love Eggos, you love Pop-Tarts. Mm. How about Eggo-flavored Pop-Tarts? This will be great. Can you, you believe it? No, that's awesome. <laughs> so you can't decide between a Pop-Tart and an Eggo? No problem. Now, would you put would you put a little slab of butter on top of that? <laughs> <laughs> Add some syrup. There are so know. many flavors of pop tarts. Next time you're at the store, I stop know. and look. It's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. This is insane. Fruity Pebbles pop tarts, uh, yeah. Fruit Loops pop tarts, S'mores pop tarts, Chocolate Ninja glass pop tarts. <laughs> they uh, are going to be available. But you know what? Kellogg's is on strike. So really? I don't know if they're making anything. All the Kellogg's plants are on strike. Every oh, last one of them. Really? Well, yeah. what is this world coming to? I don't know. But it's cheap. It's only three, $3 a box for Eggo Pop-Tarts. And, and you get eight. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. It's great. And I wonder if the insides still burn your mouth. Or if it's fully cooked. Hmm. Some Halloween costume ideas. Um, I brought a couple. I'm upset with one Halloween costume idea. I like this. This is a homemade one. Oh, that's great. a little one. Easy Mac. I love homemade costumes, and I think we need to bring mo uh, more of those back. Yeah. This is a cute one. Okay? Those yellow pants. I'm so sick of these ones where it's just a product, yeah. and you wear it around your neck. It's not, it's not good. No, it's not it's Halloween. It's just a product around it's your neck. It's an ad. It's a big ad. It's trash. Is and what it is. And so, so and, and so are the Lunchables. So well, <laughs> we uh, we wouldn't live without those. I don't know about you and your family, there, Brandon, but uh, we certainly like them. But they yeah. are trash. They are yuckables. So I just can't stand those Halloween costumes. Yeah. So, uh, did you have another food item? I do have one more food item. Uh, Pepsi is coming out with a new flavor, Cracker Chat <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi is the company that owns Frito-Lay, and Frito-Lay owns Cracker Jack, and so they've decided to merge soda and snack as a celebration of October baseball. But you can't just go to the store and buy one. In order to get your hands on the limited edition soda, Pepsi, uh, you have to enter a sweepstakes, and you have to sing uh, the classic seventh inning stretch anthem in order to enter. So. Anyone knows anyone that's ever won a sweepstakes, let me know. Because I don't know anyone don't that's ever won the sweepstakes. No. When we were kids and that Ed McMahon stuff used to come to the house, I would go out and stand <laughs> by the mailbox when I was eight or nine, hoping yeah. he would come in with those balloons and 250000 but it never <laughs> happened. So that's too bad. Yeah. We've got uh, some high school sports for you this week. Um, we've got some great games. We're going to be at uh, Western this week. I can't tell you yet if we're... We're going to be at Lumen Christie. I can't tell you if we'll be live or not yet, but I will surely uh, tell, tell everyone that soon. So, But again, continue to follow us for high school sports. We're the only people in the country doing what we're doing. We're certainly proud of it. And uh, continue to follow our website uh, for more high school sports coverage. 
JTV.TV, the world leader in local high school sports coverage. Yeah, join yeah. us tomorrow. We will have from Western, we'll have Mike Smida, Doug Warren, Ducks of Mid-Michigan, and Jeff Tompkins, who is the uh, owner of Big Dogs Barbecue. And I've been hearing good things, so I can't wait to uh, have him on the show. Later today, uh, Monica Pierce from Jackson High, Maurice Simha from the Jackson County, Michigan Historical Society, United Way's Bethy Stutzman, Ben Jones from U.S. Staffing, and uh, we'll take you to a couple of events this past week, including the LifeWay's grand opening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you this afternoon.